Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay. Uh, this episode of Geek... Uh, show, 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 show. See, it, now you got yourself all messed up. <laughs> That'll learn you. No. Mm, yeah. This episode of Geek... Uh, Sean Die. Do you want to just do Geek Loves Nerd, talk about our children or something? Hey, uh, what do you think about our kids? Now, this episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting.com and DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out. See what I've done for others. See what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Use the code PODNAME121 to get your next domain for $7.49. Or save 10% on other services with code BLUE121. That's BLU121. For all you easily offended people, your mama's fat. I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's listening. No! Nobody's listening. No! Nobody's listening. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. How you doing out there, podcast people? How are you? How are you? How are you? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 101, brought to you um, the week of March 23rd. And uh, like we said, Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James, and my co-host from America's His At is here. Trevor, how you doing, bud? I'm not doing too bad. I was just wondering, am, am I the only one who actually dances during our opening theme music, or do you do that too? No, I actually have several young children dancing. Go to bed. Go to bed, bad kids. No. Um, whenever we play that, it's a lot like a Disney cartoon where the birds and the squirrels and the odd deer come to the door. And um, they poop all over the lawn and the concrete out front. It's really sick. So, yeah, thanks for helping me remember that right as I start off the show. Might might be time to change your medication, James. Hey, hey, hey. Cialis helps. Or Cymbalta. Whatever the heck the commercial is. It helps. It's good for children. Hey, you know this this, uh, 
podcast is brought to you by uh, Draw Your Picture, as we said, and GoTo Meeting and all that kind of stuff. But before we get into all that, we always start with an opening story. Uh, this one is from someone really cool. I don't have her name. Oh, come I on. I used to live in the UAE, where Dubai is, for like 13 years. And after that, I came here to Egypt to study and stuff like that. Well, anyway, it was my first year here, and I was 14, and I thought that living here was cool until the day when I was walking down the streets and saw a guy. He was walking right behind me. There weren't any people around us, and he was like, hey. And I looked around and realized he was talking to me, and I said, yeah. And the following conversation took place. He goes, hey, where are you going? Um, I'm going to my uncle's. Yeah, I know it was stupid to tell him where I was going, but he said, uh, can you see this? And he showed me a lot of scars on his arm, and he was holding a blade. Yes. Oh, uh, what is it you want from me? Show me what you've got in your pockets. I didn't really have anything, just two Egyptian pounds, so I showed him the money. Is that it? Is that all you've got? Yes. Here's what I want you to do. You're going to give me the money <laughs> by your own will. I am not going to force you. Here you go. Thinking he was a psychopath. <laughs> and then he was leaving. And I remembered that I lived like 40 minutes away walking wise. And I was like, hey, listen, I really live far away from here. And I need one of those two pounds so I could get home. And he was like, yeah, okay. And he gave me back half my money. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> that was the kindest highway highwayman ever. That's what we call them here in America. In the UAE, they just call them scarred up hand hand guys. I don't know what to call them, but that's, I hope if I'm ever mugged, it's by that guy. No kidding. You know, they show me a lot of scars on his arm and he's holding a blade. It's like, yeah, if you don't give me your money. I'm going to stab myself further. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking at all. That's awesome. No, I was just like, I got to see some cool scars. I got to see a cool knife. And I got to have my money. It only cost me one <laughs> Egyptian pound. It was awesome. It was worth it for the entertainment of value alone. <laughs> Can I go walking alone tomorrow, Mom? <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, whoever you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, we're not the best show. We just had the best listeners, and they have to put up with a lot being uh, fans of the show. We just don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah, whoever the heck you are. Thank you. Thank you for not getting killed on my show. Uh, this show is brought to you by GoToMeeting. $300. It's the average cost of a domestic round-trip ticket. Do you know that? Well, you should. $49 is GoToMeeting's monthly rate. That's right. Hundreds of online meetings per month is less than one in-person meeting. Not that you would want to go to hundreds of online meetings per month. I mean, there's only 30 days in a month. Hundreds of meetings would be ungodly. It'd be like 30 a day. Well, would be really busy. <laughs> yeah. But but it would be cheap. Okay. I, I don't want you to I don't want to subtract that from that from from these folks. With GoToMeeting, hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate, free voice over IP, and phone conferencing included. So if you were on for hundreds of online meetings, it would be a lot better than just sitting there typing. Uh, business travel is a profitability killer. So do more and travel less with GoToMeeting, the award-winning online service brought to you by Citrix. Uh, go to, try it. Try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash podcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcasts for a free trial. That's right. 
So thank you, GoToMeeting, for your eternal sponsorship, we pray. And uh, also, thanks to our other sponsors, Carrillo. We appreciate you, bud. Dean uh, and Keith uh, Techlets. Techlets. Thank you, bud. Uh, We got a new guy. So will he be eternal? We don't know. But uh, thank you so much, guys. This show is dedicated to you and everything you do. Because everything I do, I do for you. All right. Time for no comments. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. (laughs) Update. Time for some weekly updates. And I'm going to go first because I've been being nice. I'm tired of that. Tired of just just getting out of the way and letting you go first. Yeah, to heck with that. Canadian Canadian people. You know, before I do my weekly update, I got an email from somebody that said it was a story in Canada. This guy apparently got tased like five times for brandishing a stapler. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, I did. At a Canadian airport? It's sad. She was thinking that we were going to make fun of it. I'm not, because when somebody dies for no stupid reason, that's sad. But That's not fun. Oh. But, but I do want to know, I want to hear your reaction. How, how does this fit in a world of Canadians where everybody's nice? Did he think? Did they think he was going to hurt himself? And therefore, they were like, "Hey, hey!" I don't know. You st- you did his back now. itch? You know, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, I, I don't have a back scratcher, but I got this pokey thing." And, and no, 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 that's not how that. That's for it all. No. Yeah, yeah and he thought maybe yeah. it just tickled. I don't know. Like, like my wife, she we used to have this theory because she believed that all animals were kind. And I was like, "Well, what about lions? Oh, yeah, they're kind." I'm like, "What about when they eat a, a zebra?" And she goes, it's not their fault if when they're yawning, a zebra accidentally trips and falls in their mouth. <laughs> and so I kind of halfway expected some Mounties, you know, story or something like that. But now I hearts go out to the family of that guy. I mean, he should have left the staple alone. You know, if there is a moral, it's don't tick off airport security because they're underpaid and over anxious. So uh, they're, they're, they need to prove themselves, apparently. So, uh, yeah, stay away from them. Just be nice. Uh, my weekly update, though. Heck with Canada's weekly update. Mine. Yeah. Uh, I I have an office in my in my workplace. It's pretty cool because it's not like a, a cubicle or anything. Um, it's my own office, and I decorate it how I please. And for the most part, it's pretty soundproof. Except I realized yesterday that it it backed up next to. Um, the, the lobby, which isn't a problem because honestly it is separated by a good 10 feet by, uh, partially by a mop closet that is run by the, uh, maintenance department and then a bathroom that is hardly ever used. And I've been in this office for a good three years, this particular Mm -hmm. one, never had a problem. Every now and then I can hear somebody unrolling toilet paper. Because the toilet paper roll is mounted to the wall opposite of where I sit at my computer. And it reminds me, hey, you know, this is a little weird, but there's only four inches of drywall separating me and a guy who's pooping. (laughs) Or a lady, which is equally, or if not more, disturbing. Okay, but I've never had any problems with that because, you know, there is that four inches. Okay, Until, 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 until earlier this week. I don't remember when I think, I think it was last... Wednesday or Thursday, I'm sitting there minding my own business, and I can I heard what I can only describe what sounded like bubbles being blown in chocolate milk through a straw. Oh. It was the nastiest thing ever, and it resonated through the air system, you know, like like Bolt barking his super bark at the end of the movie. Oh, my gosh. I just got up and walked out. 
I was like, if I if I have to hear that again, I will throw up all over my laptop. And that laptop is brand new. It's it does not need to go the way of the sewer lappy. I would not do well with a puke lappy. So, yeah, I know that may be an F, uh, a, a, a TMI, too much information, but yeah. uh, you know what? It's what happened to me, and yeah. uh, it's it was sick. And so now, now the next time I hear anybody come in that office, I'm gonna want to leave. Why would I want to mm. hear that? I'm gonna turn up the iTunes or something. Or maybe I will record it. I can't listen to this. I can't listen to this. I can't listen to this. No. Ugh. I don't know. It's it's one thing to walk in a bathroom that where that has recently happened. Because you can kind of breathe through your shirt. I have no pride with a situation like that. I will make noises when I walk in. Even if you're still there doing the doing the business, I'll be like, oh, whoa. I turn into a five-year-old, man. I ain't kidding. I'll breathe through my shirt. And, and there, it happened today. Somebody, they weren't there, but I walked in behind this dude and he's all quiet and serious and manly and all this. So he's not going to talk in the bathroom. That's cool. I don't talk in the bathroom either. But I was, I had, I saw him looking at my head because my head was halfway down in my shirt. I ain't going to breathe that stuff. That's gross. I got that's standards. Like, that's like little bits of the smell are, are floating. That's aroma. The, it's, a, it's aroma. And aroma, aroma has matter. I think Einstein proved this. You know, it's it, it it has matter. If there's an aroma, if there's an aerosol, there are particles. And as David would say, they are butt particles. And so I don't want your butt particles in my snozz. Sorry. So I don't know how we got off on a thing like this. There butt ain't particles but, but when in there's not snozz. Yeah, there ain't four <laughs> inches of drywall protecting me from you if it's just a, a stall. Because it's open on the bottom, it's open on the top. There's privacy for everybody, all my senses except for one. I, or two, I can hear you and I can smell you. We need to work on that. Technology's come a long way. I don't have to see you. I don't have to touch you. I don't have to taste you. Oh, 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 oh God. But, Gone too far. Gone too far. Help me, Jesus. Okay. But I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to smell you or hear you either, okay? Wow. All righty. Wow. Okay. So go ahead, Trevor. Go ahead. Do you, do you got more than that? No, that, I, is... I, I think I'm going to end right there if uh, – if, if 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 I come up with something else, I will I will dispense it later. I see. Um, as I was saying, I, not, I nothing really exciting happened that was you know of any humorous. Uh, What's new? Um, What's new? I mean, there's nothing new with that. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say. I mean, I know on on one half, I'll tell you that. Uh, and from a complete, hey, here's what happened in my life, but it's not funny. But I'm gonna tell it anyway because I got the microphone. Blah. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, younger daughter who, uh, who we discussed is, you know, has some, uh, some issues growing up and, you know, with the developmental wise and mm -hmm. she took her first steps on, uh, without any guidance today. So I was very oh, excited. Awesome. So she, uh, she took like, you know, like we had her walking back and forth between me and Sonya today and she was taking like four or five steps before she'd kind of leap into our arms, but yeah. like first, she'd done it on, on, you know, without help. So it was very exciting today. Was she proud? She, oh, she was giggling her That's face awesome. off. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> um, other than that, um, my older daughter, Brianna, uh, I had had that um, uh, weekly update there a while ago about the fail. Uh, I had used the statement of fail, fail when the, the can had rolled underneath my uh, my pedal in my van there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So go. Uh, apparently, my daughter pays attention to uh, to my speech patterns uh, oh, yeah. because she is she has now taken to anytime anything goes wrong and a crayon rolls off the table or 
or anything along those lines, she'll just look at it and go, fail, fail, fail. <laughs> she won't reach to pick it up, but she'll, she'll inform us that there, a failure has occurred. So I, I'm now growing my, my daughter into a, uh, a geek such as myself. So That's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's part of our job is my, my daughter has to uh, uh, be able to do all the jokes I do that annoy my wife. So that uh, so that we outnumber her and overpower her, and uh, wow, so far I, it's working out great. I never thought about it from that. Level. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me many ideas. You are so annoying. Stop it. You know, ever since you're dating, stop it. There's just certain things they don't like. Quit, quit. You're embarrassing me. But if you can get your daughter to start doing, it. see, I've got this thing where I I tuck my uh, I tuck my lip up into my top teeth. You have to dry your teeth. And then mm. automatically when I do that, I start talking like this. And I'm like, hey, hey, baby, what's, on, what's going on, girl? And I love busting this out in the middle of Walmart because everybody else automatically looks like this anyway. And I'll be like, hey, girl, <laughs> hey, girl, come give me a kiss, man. Oh, my teeth itch. And, I, and I'll just go up and start scratching my teeth. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> well, she hates it. I mean, literally starts drawing up divorce papers uh, whenever I decide to do this. Well, my daughter... <laughs> Four years old has started to do it, <laughs> and it's awesome. She'll she'll go, hey mama, hey mama. <laughs> it's amazing. So I got teeth. I got teeth. She ain't got no jokes yet to go with it, but she's got the look, and my wife just rolls her eyes, and I'm like, see, yeah. see, you can get mad at me, but you can't get mad at her because she got it genetically. She got it honest. Um, okay, I got one more. I guess me and my wife. I I, I recently heard the song uh, by Beyonce. Uh, put a ring on it. Okay, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, uh, and I can't get it out of my blinking head. It's not just in my heart; it's in my soul. Okay, and the song is just driving us nuts. But my, I, I, I love my wife enough to where I, I, I must hate her enough to where I exposed her to the song, and so now she's got it in her head, and we've begun discussing this song. We, we change the words, we make fun of it, we whatever, whatever, we make it apply to whatever we're talking about in a given day. And so we've decided that if you like something, if you like something by Beyonce standards, the gospel of Beyonce, you've got to put a <laughs> ring on it. And and so we really um, we really like uh, this couch that we have in our living room. And so we are going to go out. Apparently, we've got to buy a ring and put on it. And um, and then today in the office, um, I I had opened. As a matter of fact, it was for all baby's mom. I work with all baby's mom from the forums, and uh, she had left the door open to the back uh, office complex, which is a no no. You're supposed to keep it closed. So I start to close it. And she goes, "Hey, I opened that. I liked it that way." I say, like, "Hey, if you liked it, you should have put a ring on it." And she didn't even know the joke, but she started laughing so hard. And I twittered about it, and I even asked people. I'm like, what do you want to put a ring on, people? And people were wanting to put rings on ice cream and, you know, all these kind of things. And it's great. So, you know, part of the Gospel Kennison, folks, if you like something, and this is Beyonce's backing this up, okay, and not backing it up in the street way. I'm talking about backing it up in the way that I'm putting this out there. I'm, I'm dropping it like it's hot. I'm, I'm relaying this information. I'm, I'm dropping some science here, folks. Uh, if you like something, you need to put a ring on it. You can you can put the VHS copy of the ring or DVD uh, of the movie The Ring. I think you know she didn't specify. You can actually mm. put a coffee stain, a coffee ring on on something if you like it. Uh, literally take off a ring, or uh, get Sonic and touch him to some bad guy and rings will just sprout from him. So or, may, or perhaps a wrestling ring. At, yeah. Ooh, 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 a hockey ring. Or is that a rink? 
That's a rink. Crap. Uh, no. I think, though, I think it could work. You guys got a lot more of those. Maybe we could borrow a few hockey rings. Dang it. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know, and if you if you need a few, you could get Lord of the Rings. And I'm sure yeah. he has a few, whoever the Lord of the Rings is. So there you go. I think it's Sauron, isn't it? Talk to him. Sorry. Sauron. Sauron? Sauron. It's been a while since I've seen those movies. Okay. I did at the heck with this podcast. I got to go watch those movies again now. I haven't watched them for a while. We'll Bye-bye. be right. We'll be right back, folks. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! All right, it's time for the LBB of the week. I'm not going to tell you what it means. Check out last podcast. I went into exquisite detail. And yes, and it was and last and last week's was episode 100. So uh, if you haven't listened to it, what's wrong with you? Yeah, if, if you're just great. if you're just coming in, I'm not going to welcome you to the podcast. I did that last show. Okay. All right, so LBB is submitted by none other than Connie, a.k.a. Conzo, from the forums, one of our forum moms, or, or the forums mom, I think. E. I used to be the forums mom, but I was the bearded lady, and it just didn't work out. Ah, speaking of LBBs, I have one, she says. I was at Starbucks getting my Vente, Venti Skinny Vanilla Latte to go, and when I went to pick it up, the lid popped off, and I got doused with hot coffee. And fortunately, I was wearing a washable long winter coat and high boots, so I felt nothing. Uh, This man piped up behind me in a loud voice, and he says, That looks like a defective cup to me. And I said nothing. So he shouted it again. I said, That looks like a defective cup. Uh, Um, I I was going to say, let me guess what this man was. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, obviously he was trying to get somebody sued. But he also reminds me of that kid in preschool that shouted everything he said. And apparently this is what they grow up to be. You know what I'm talking about. That kid's just like, Mrs. Jackson! What, Billy? I'm finished with my project! Do I have to take a nap? I gotta party now! You know, and just screaming everything. Um, that kid apparently was in line behind him as an old man. Uh, anyway, the people behind the counter apologized. They gave me another coffee and I walked out ready to clean my boots and wash my coat. The loud man followed after me and he says, those are Ugg boots. And I suggest you make them pay for a new pair because they're ruined. Um, they weren't ruined and Ugg boots cost over $300 nowadays. I felt he was an LBB for pushing the legislation or litigation idea on me. Legislation. Go to Washington, D.C. and pass some laws. Change the Constitution. (laughs) Uh, Over, uh, anyway, litigation over a mistake that probably was half my fault. He removed me. uh, He reminded me of the stereotypical ambulance chaser. I know um, all lawyers aren't like that. But as you said in show 100, he probably is an LBB at all times. I wonder if he sues his wife when she overcooks the fish. I hope this is the only one I run into, but something tells me that he's not. Connie from the Conzo from the forums. So yeah, LBB of the week is anybody that is trying to sue Starbucks or any company when it's just normal stuff. Get a life people. Yeah. I mean, you know, Whatever. If you jumped across the counter and started stabbing you, I mean, you know, you might have a case, you know, to do something. Yeah, but is it. that Starbucks' fault if a guy jumps behind the counter? That's not part of the training manual. It's not. Hmm. You're right. That's right. Oh, and I will mention this, that uh, I was on Twitter and Lauren, 
uh, also from the forums and uh, and co-host. She was a co-host in Mac Attack episode something something. Um, if she, you want to think about yeah, story, she man. twittered that uh, that a guy, a, a dwarf, a small person, got in line in front of her at Starbucks. So apparently, it's a big thing. It's a big coup. It's an attack of uh, people trying to hurt listeners of nobody's listening. So guys, beware. If you're at Starbucks, there's an attack of uh, litigators and uh, small people. And <laughs> and is and my brother David did not trust small people. And so uh, oh. I, is, I think that, there's a reason. Is that why he's not on the show with me? <laughs> oh, are you a short person, Trevor? I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. We've, we've discussed this. I'm, well, I'm, I'm not like a dwarf, but I am shorter than you know, average, as you discussed. You're, I'm all five foot ten. I'm just average. I'm not tall. I'm only five foot ten. I'm average, average, average. I like, am yeah, average. Uh-huh. What are you, yeah, five no, four? I'm, I'm below average because I'm about five foot four. <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't wait to meet you in real life and push you down in the snow. <laughs> push me. <laughs> I so am. At my face. I'm going to feel strong. All right, here it is. News. All right, we got a little bit of news, and that is that eventually I'm going to meet Trevor face-to-face and push him down in the snow. <laughs> and, throw, and throw soda cans at me. That's right. Hey, uh, do you know we do a once-a-week uh, webcomic at nlcast.com and almost every day i would say probably three or four times a day there are blog posts and stuff that you can check out we also have forums you should check those out too and uh it, it's a community it's a bunch of people and like the lady says at the end of the show the nlcast fun doesn't have to end just because the show's over you guys struggle because you listen to all the back episodes and then you listen to like seven or eight of them in a row and then all of a sudden you're done and you start having withdrawals. Well, I'm telling you that same spirit, that same attitude, the same people that are on the show are online and you can mix and mingle with them 24 hours a day at NLCast.com. So check it out. And if you can't get enough, if you want more, I do two other shows. Might want to mention them to you. One of them is called Geek Loves Nerd at geeklovesnerd.com. It's a show I do with my wife where uh, we talk about marriage stuff. And it's not just for married people. Matter of fact, most of the time I find it's for folks that are newly married or want to be married one day. It's popular with middle schoolers even. That's how accessible this show is. And then for you religious people who happen to work with children, it's a niche, I know, but I do a show called Children's Ministry Monthly, and it's a monthly show. But we've taken to doing these little mini casts in between the monthly shows. And we're doing a uh, multi part series on discipline in children's ministry, proper discipline, not the abusive kind that we all suffered with in Sunday school. Um, and so that's going on at cmmonthly.com. And uh, last but not least, my last project is Draw You a Picture. I urge you to go over to drawyoupicture.com. Even if you don't want anything, even if you don't want to like hire me to do anything, just go check out my portfolio and leave a comment or two. It'd be awesome. So um, that's about all the news I have. So uh, let's move on to this. Who, me? (laughs) Who, me? (laughs) Middle school drama, folks. That's what we've got. And uh, middle school drama is a time of the show where we take stories either from grown-ups that, uh, you know, are telling stories about their middle school life or sometimes, I mean, it actually started because we kept getting all of these because we're a clean podcast. We get a lot of middle school listeners and they submit stories and we were throwing them in the trash or actually in the recycle bin. Okay. And, uh, we figured why, why do that? So we make fun of them and they don't care. They love it. So here we go. (laughs) 
This is from at least Fred. We hope they, at least we hope they do. This is from Fred, and he's a grown-up, and um, he's talking about some kids that he was working with. Uh, many moons ago, I was uh, on the volunteer staff a, uh, at a week of church camp for fourth and fifth graders. So this is a this is a you know tween age group here. Uh, the theme for the week had to do with right and wrong. One morning, I was teaching a class of about 15 kids and was discussing how to determine right from wrong. Even though it was kind of a deep subject for this age group, the conversation somehow made a turn towards copyright laws. The question came up, if you had a CD that your friend really, really liked, was it morally okay to burn the CD for your friend? The conclusion by the class was that it was not right to burn CDs. I was feeling accomplished by this lesson and impressed by the understanding of these here four and four and fifth, fourth and fifth graders. However, uh, it was at that point that a girl in the other end of the table slowly raises her hand and she asks, but what if your house catches on fire and your CDs are inside? It took me a moment to figure out that she had not understood what we were referring to by burning CDs. She thought we were talking about burning them, not copying them. It took a lot of energy not to laugh when trying to explain what I meant. After the class was over, I sat down at the table with the other staff members and told them about the incident. Everyone at the table had a good laugh. And about five minutes later, there was a blonde teenage junior counselor sitting at the table who suddenly started laughing and said, Oh, I get it. She thought the CDs were on fire. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so yeah, even the counselors are a little bit slow. Man, when I read this earlier, I was dying laughing, Fred. That's funny stuff. That's funny junk. That uh <laughs> well a- the best part the best part is the junior counselor who does who who didn't get it. it's like oh burning Oh, I know, I know. I she thought they no. were burning. Them. I just know I love the funny part is to me the fifth grader sitting there, the little girl, the whole conversation, all right, he, rehear what she heard. Hey, uh, hey, counselor, man, is it okay if my friend likes my CD? Should I just go ahead and burn it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that wouldn't no, be right. You shouldn't do shouldn't That wouldn't be right. You should never burn CDs. It's wrong to burn CDs. But what if they're in my house and they're accidentally on fire? Will I go to hell because they burned? <laughs> That's what she was really asking. <laughs> That's where this thing gets really funny. So, yeah, the poor girl was raising her hand because she was like, you know, my house burned down and I lost everything. Does God hate me? You know, so. I'm damned now. Whoa! Our first cuss word. Yeah, that was not a cuss word. No. <laughs> if you, with the ED, that is not a cuss word. It is a state of being. (laughs) Hey, Trevor. And I didn't do it. I protest. (laughs) No. Okay. The weekend poll for this weekend at NOCast.com would be, did Trevor just swear or not? I no, no. With the ED on the end of it, that is the state of being in that state. If you have you had yeah, Trevor, have you ever your- have you ever wanted to be an astronaut? <laughs> oh come on! Uh, <laughs> that is not oh, cursing. Mother, father. Oh, want me to curse? I can show you. No, cursing. no, you sailor. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny stuff. I don't care where you're from. Oh, 
If you couldn't laugh with me, you can laugh at me, people. That was funny. Hey, James and Trevor, this is a band story. Well, we don't want your band stories on our show. Uh, Two of my best friends are in band, and they're trumpet players, and then there's a saxophone player. And whenever we warm up near each other, the flute, me, is drowned out. I can't. So I picked up a, so I picked up a screw and I threw it. <laughs> that solves everything. Um, now I don't mind the other two loud instruments. Okay, trumpet is better than saxophone, and flute beats them both. But one day while we were warming up for a concert, I had had enough. I hate my friends. I've had enough. <laughs> I was near them playing a B flat scale. I love how that was important by the way, Mm, to let me know what scale you were playing. And I couldn't quite hear myself think. The two boys then paused while warming up. I calmly walked over to the two of them and played a high D-flat right in their ears. And then I walked away to go talk with my friend Beth, who doesn't play jack squat, apparently. (laughs) She plays the triangle (laughs) and is very capable of playing it quietly. Uh, From that day on, they don't let me play high notes. I wonder why. Thanks for reading this. Keep up the great podcast. Toodles, Emma. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know it was from Emma. Thanks, Emma. Oh, is that, is that the Emma? Yeah, it's the infamous it? Emma. So, yeah, D flat, right in their ears. That'll teach you. Yeah. D, D flat in your sounds. ear. That's what I'm going to start saying to people. D flat in your ear, you, you, you jack and apes. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Stick that in your ear and D flat it. <laughs> It can be like a fake swear word. <laughs> D-flat it. <laughs> there you go, Trevor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Sweary Trevor is going to uh, tell us a story, and it's probably going to be rated PGR. So we'll see you then. This is Bob, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening Podcast. Thank you. Come again. All right, here we go, peoples. Hopefully Trevor can keep the D-bomb to himself. Featured story. All right, Trevor, it's your show, man. Don't make me hit the delete button or the the censorship button. Yes, yeah. I'm scared now. You got rabies going out there, spewing the filth. Now I'm glad I took the clean rating off the show. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we're free to do what we want. That's right. That's right. Oh, and if you don't like it, well, tough shed. <laughs> all right Whoa. tell us a story trevor tell us a story <laughs> okay make all the bad feelings go away <laughs> i feel I dirty in my heart right. <laughs> uh, <coughs> i think my soul uh, is that word you said <laughs> see, see it makes sense see think but in context i know i know there's a lot of phrases like that the bible has the a word in it but i don't go telling those stories on the show (laughs) yeah yeah samson he beat the philistine boys and girls with the jawbone of a donkey okay it's easy to do so her soul is probably doomed (laughs) doomed yeah that would have been a much better choice (laughs) that wouldn't have been funny though uh hey leave it to a church kid to to laugh at the the bad jokes Uh, all right go for it man uh I've got a uh, my my featured story is a a combination of um, of 
of two stories that happened while I was working at um, the place that I was I, I worked at when I left the military. Um, I shan't name them. I don't know why, but uh, um, their logo is a we, we their logo we called the giant meatball. So anybody who actually works for them will know what I'm talking about because we all called it the giant meatball. It wasn't just a, it wasn't AT and T because that's the Death Star. Yes, yeah, so no, it wasn't AT and T. Okay. So. But the um, mm. I, when I, I had actually traveled uh, traveled back back uh, to where I, I grew up in Nova Scotia there about a month ago or so, and I had caught up with an old Navy buddy of mine um, who actually had also worked with me at the meatball. And uh, we were telling a bunch of stories. So there was a couple that stuck out in my head um, that I th- I thought to myself, you know, most of the stories we were telling, you know, despite my uh, my recent transgressions, uh, you know, would, would not be safe to play, <laughs> to tell on the podcast. But these were a couple of safe ones. So hmm. and uh, and the, what you had, uh, I think it was last week where you told me about the uh, the air can in the in the ear yeah. or a couple weeks ago or something like that yeah and that reminded me of one of these stories okay um there was a, a gentleman an older gentleman who used to work um at our building who was the facilities guy he took care of all of the um doing all of uh, taking care of all the contracts with the snow removal and took care of you know all the all the stuff that had to do with actually keeping the building running and moving hmm. just general um, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff so to do with like, like the, just general electricity things like that. Yeah, yeah. He was like the custodian, but he also did all the you know talking to the other you know uh, stuff. But cool. anyway, cool. so it, it was <clears throat> he, he was on in years. I'm not sure how old he was. I don't know if he just looked older than he was, you know, because it was a rough job or anything like that. But he looked pretty old. Now he had. Um, he had had a, um, a heart attack um, a couple of years prior to this, or about a year prior to this story, um, and he was fine. You know, it was just he had gotten through it, and he had gotten back to work. And he had actually just come back to work, oh, probably about a month prior to this story, give or take. And um, so that's the setup to the to the beginning of the story. Now, where Did you I do work, bad things to him. <laughs> no, this his name was not Sean. <laughs> okay. So where where I worked, we had this. Uh, I worked uh, testing uh, circuit boards as they were coming out of the assembly line, and and we had a whole group of us, and we had, we had a pretty fun loving group of people that we used to joke around and have a lot of fun and whatnot. And there was this one guy, uh, we'll call him Mike, because that was his name. I don't know how old that, how long it's going to be before that joke gets old. But anyway, eh, thank you. So anyway, this, <laughs> this guy Mike. Um, had decided that they were they were going to be doing this um, EHS uh, EHS uh, Environmental Health and Safety um, uh, Search type thing. Like it, they once a month they went and did this. What, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, where they they come around and just make sure there was nothing, no hazards around, and we were following all the rules OSHA? and all that kind of stuff. OSHA. Yeah, it, yeah. It rolls. They roll up into into OSHA. Although I think there's there's a OSHA. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, James. I don't know. That's the only cool word I know. <laughs> o- OSHA? OSHA? Ocean? There's a Canadian equivalent, but yes, that sort of thing. Oh. So there's a group of a group of them that come around. And and there was the uh, lady who was the head of the uh, of that group, the EHS group that, you know, would, would run these little tours, so to speak. 
So Mike had gotten into his head, and we were always playing jokes back and forth. We had a really good relationship with this with this lady. So he had gotten into his head that this was going to be it would be hilarious if we kind of put this box, you know, like you know, big box. We'd had got we'd gotten something in, you know, in, shipped into the area. Um, put it kind of we had these lines where you know everything had to be across the you know outside of these lines because elsewise it was a tripping hazard or it was blocking the path for the pallet jacks and all that good stuff so we decided to put this box that was you know over the line so she'd find it <laughs> so the thing is what mike did though was he moved the box and then he got in the box and then he put the <laughs> lid on the box so he was waiting for for this lady to, we'll call her Lucy, I guess, to keep with uh, show standards, to, you know, to come up. And then when she was, you know, going to start talking about the box, you know, being, you know, not where it's supposed to be and all this good <laughs> stuff, he'd jump out of the box and scare her. Problem is, <laughs> along comes this poor gentleman. Oh, my gosh. Walking along, who is like literally less than a month back from having a heart attack, came up to the, <laughs> came up to the box and boom, off pops the lid and out jumps Mike. <laughs> and the poor guy's face turns white. <laughs> and the look on Mike's face was even better because it's like, I just killed this guy. I killed him. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike, and, and now in Mike's defense, I mean, Mike is actually used to, was an ex-paramedic. So, so if anything had gone really bad at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, that's the guy you want to scare the life out of you. He had the skills. But it was, uh, it was just one of those moments that is stuck in my head forever because it was classic. I mean, like he just went ashen, and then everybody else what? went the same color. <laughs> Watch your language. So the Kenosha lady, she must have been just like, you know. Now see what have we learned from this, boys and girls? <laughs> We've learned that we we shouldn't scare fragile people. <laughs> Poor guys, like. You know, the doctor told me that I should probably stay off another month from work, but I'm back here in the warehouse and everything's nice and... Oh, Oh, man. So why don't y'all have guns? You need them. Now, if we had guns, see, Mike would have jumped out, he would have got scared, and then shot him. (laughs) But see, that's how we eliminate the stupid people. In America, so they shoot, funny they shoot each other. I was gonna say, it's funny you should say, Why don't we have guns? Because that kind of leads into my second story oh boy. of working in the same area. When because like we kind of had this uh, this core group of people who were permanent employees who were kind of the um, the experts in the area on mm-hmm. all this testing equipment and whatnot. And then we get a lot of temp agency uh, people in to to do some of the just the the, the mundane day to day tasks that they didn't need just to be general, highly trained. General tasks. Well, yeah, I mean, running the boards. Like it had a we had this auto tester where you basically ah, took so like took general board off. general electric stuff. Yeah, put yeah. board on on thing, hit button, you know, green light or red light comes on, pass gotcha. or fail, right pile, okay. kind of thing. So we had a lot of the, these people in, in our area, and there was this one guy who was just off. And at this point in time, me and my buddy, you know, like the, like this core group, we had um, we had the ear of the people who did all the hiring and stuff like that. So, so you know, if we had a, if we had um, you know 
reservations about certain people and stuff, we could bring it to them and they, you know, they'd usually say, okay, that's fine. You know, and we, and we wouldn't have that person come back he's, because he's pushing those buttons just a little too hard. Well, you know, there's, there's, you know, people who aren't skilled for the task yeah. or there's people, or there's people who are just, he keeps missing. He keeps missing the button. As a matter of fact, he, he, poked, he poked me in the eye. There's, there's <laughs> supposed to be this light blinking, and it's not blinking. And he just, hey, you know, we've studied for years to push this button. We're very good at it. This guy is not. I'm sorry. No. Go ahead. He, he hits the wrong button. He, he, he's, he's picking his nose, I, you know, instead of putting the button, you know. But there was this one guy. And I, I can't remember his name, and I, I know we had a nickname for him, and I don't remember what it was. I'm sure it was probably something I couldn't say. It was probably Mash. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Mash the Button? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we, we we had this bad feeling about this guy. Like, he just seemed off. Yeah, it's you know, just like you talk to him, and he just kept making you mad. It's like he knew how to push your buttons. Uh Oh, where, where's the sound effect? I'm sorry, I'm late. Thank there you, you go. <laughs> like, why can't you do that in your job, Mister? You have a talent for it. You've got potential. Anyway, push these buttons, not those you buttons. You can have man. a future here at the meatball. <laughs> so, so we we went, you know, we went and informed. It's like, you know, this guy's not working out. I mean, you know, it, it's like, you know, maybe. I mean, and with temp agency people, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of. It's just, that's what they're there for. Yeah. You know, they're they're disposable. Right. You know, they're disposable people. Well, that reprimand sheet must have been really quick to fill out. You know, what's he doing wrong? He, he can't push the button. I don't know. <laughs> okay, gone. So, How do you so recover they, from that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I use you as a reference? You probably shouldn't, dude. You're, no, no, no. We're, we're going to tell people that you couldn't push a button. All right. So we went and told the the the, the boss of the area. Um, you know, it's like, okay, he's not, who ironically was the, um, the same lady who, who did the H and S stuff, except for this is a different phase in her career. And she was actually our boss at that, at that point in time. Mm. So we went and told her, you know, it's like not working out and it's like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll call the temp agency and, you know, and, and that'll be fine. It's like, okay. So we come in the next day and, and there's buddy testing boards. Oh man. <laughs> it's like, uh oh. Did he have you know, a ring the, on him? Because somebody might have liked him. Oh, they, they threw a ring. Yeah. I like him. Let's I like him. him. Let's I give like him, him a ring and send him back. They just, oh, you know what? And they probably just called him. <laughs> you know, give him a ring. Give him a ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 all right. So, so uh, the but uh, my friend who was who was the lead hand of the area, you know. It's like, well, what do we do? It's like, I don't know. You're you're the boss. You go talk to him. I mean, and and the off part, like he was often a scary kind of. We were frightened of this guy, sort of way. He, he, did, did he, he seemed did he, unstable. Did he have a stapler? <laughs> I just want to make sure. No, but he, he used he he used to go for these very like he'd get. All he had to do was push buttons. Okay, yeah. it was not a stressful job, but he'd get. Like you get all frustrated, you know. You kind of looked like uh, the uh, the character that Christopher Lloyd, you know, played on Back to the Future with the crazy hair. You know, oh, Doc? Marty, <laughs> yeah, Doc. Thanks. Your geek cred just oh. took a, a real big hit, by the way. Oh. Just let well, you know. I, 
Brown. It was I couldn't I knew he was called Doc, but I couldn't remember Doc Brown. So I didn't want to I didn't want to start what I couldn't Doctor Emmett Brown. Yes, thank you. <sighs> so you know, oh, this is crazy, man. I just I just can't handle the pressure. I, you know, I can handle the pattern when it's two and then three and four, but when Simon gets up over six p- phases, I can't handle it. So, so you so worked he, for he worked for a toy company. Now we know. So when he and he, when he would get all frustrated, I mean, like you know, he'd go out into this into our little atrium area we had in the middle, which was the smoking area as well, type thing. Like he'd go out and he'd get all frustrated and he'd go out for a smoke. And I'm making air quotes right now, and and he'd come back with just this glassy eyed look on his face. Oh. So, you know, so he he was he was just not all there. Mm. So anyway, he shows up the next day. And and my bo- you know, my buddy who was the the lead hand goes over. It's like, um, did did you did you talk to to, to Lucy today? <laughs> it's like, no, man. You know, you know, should I? It's like, maybe you should. Could you come and back? Then- I'm I'm about to get this button thing, dude. <laughs> so so he walks so he walks off, and I was like, oh, okay, that was awkward. So he goes off to the to the office, comes back. You know, a few minutes later, obviously being told, yeah, we're not going to keep you around. And he just walks by and he stares at us all, you know, with just, and then just picks up his stuff while just kind of staring and then just walks away. And and for the rest and for the rest of that day, like we were waiting for this guy for like just this grenade to come, you know, doom, 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 down our little alley. Oh, he probably had one. He was just going out there going, OK, which is the pen and how do I pull it out? Oh, I wish I was skilled. Well, it was one of those things when he walked by, it was like he was scoping out. Okay, okay, that guy's standing there. Okay, this other guy's standing here. It's like, so like we were lit, we were jumpy for the rest of the day from this guy because he was like, it's like, hey, that's that's great. Yeah, okay, fire the guy, but don't really fire him. <laughs> don't don't tell him. Uh, <laughs> It'll be great. There's so that many way. things you don't have to worry about from somebody that can't push a button, though. I mean, you know, what's he capable of? Maybe turning off the lights, you know? <laughs> so I'll Maybe. show you guys. Click, click, click. I can, I can do I can do this. I can do this till you're doomed. Uh, I can lock your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you hear that? That's your car alarm going off. What uh, you going to do now? I'm pushing all the buttons on the elevator so it'll be unavailable for a while. I will have my revenge. You are slightly inconvenienced by my actions. Right. I'm turning off the escalator. Sorry, it's temporarily stairs. Thank you, Mitch Hedberg. I get in trouble anytime I quote them and I don't mention it. It's a reference, people. It's a reference. He didn't make the joke. Sorry. Sorry for the inconvenience. What what is the sorry for the sorry, inconvenience? Sorry co- for the convenience is what he or says. Or the convenience. Yeah. Sorry for your the escalator's been temporarily changed into stairs. <laughs> yeah. Man, <laughs> it's good stuff. Guy that I, I it was uh, it was a it was a fun there was so a there I'm was still a trying punch. to figure out what he was doing out you know, you said air quotes smoking. Was he like petting a dog or something? I mean, I know I always get glassy eyed when I'm around some cute puppies. Yes, yes, James. Because <laughs> I like puppies; they are very cute, and They're, they, they make my me all ba- My baba always said that puppies are good for you, so I like them. I like them a lot. My mama always said puppies are like a box of chocolates, <laughs> but not really. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, they're nothing like a box of chocolates. Puppies can fill a box of chocolates, but uh, oh gosh, Jojo almost oh, came wait, out. Jojo, what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Jojo alert. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for those stories, dude. But you know what? We've got to share the air with some more people. E-N-V mail. Thank you for calling. Matt's got a story. He says, when I was young, we had a swing set in the back of our house. I always liked going. I always liked to be the dangerous type. I would jump off swings all the time. Yeah, I did that, too. This was back when swings were real. I even had invented tricks, which I named as, all sort of silly names. As opposed to when nowadays when swings are fake or make-believe? Swing, swings <laughs> used... Look, if you can't swing and have the legs come up off the ground when you swing, it's not a real swing. That's when uh, you knew, when, you, when your whole swing set caught air and you had hang time, you knew you were swinging. Nowadays, it ain't like that. So, yes, they are fake. Mm-hmm. All right, so many, he says, I had lots of tricks that I named. Many were strangely named after foods. <laughs> well, that's about the extent of your limit of, of coolness. He said, the dinner roll, for instance, was a backflip with a 180 spin. And yes, I could actually do that. Um, I actually got pretty good. Anyway, I was seven years old. I was jumping off my swing, and I fell on my arm pretty hard. It hurt amazingly bad. And I was crying a whole lot, uh, as it was my habit to do at such a young age. I didn't know why my arm was hurt so bad. So after the initial pain, I wasn't really worried about how sore it was. Later that afternoon, I was over at my friend's house playing PlayStation. I leaned on my arm, and suddenly I heard this snapping noise (laughs) and felt my eyes tearing up and the pain. My friend's mom asked if I was okay, (laughs) and I was like, no, I always had two elbows. (laughs) No. And uh, I said I was. Ah. <laughs> One of them's just really pokey and can move in all kinds. I'm double jointed now, for real. Uh, but I decided I should go home because my arm was obviously broken, as I had heard earlier. The thought of it still makes me cringe. Well, thank you, Matt. We hate you now for sharing that with us. Ugh. <laughs> I've never broken a bone, and it's a good thing because I would probably die. Why did James die? He broke his pinky. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> A waste of his life. Paul Fox writes, hey, James, and everyone at NLCast. He's just covering all the bases there. Everyone. Uh, everyone. everyone. Hi, hi, James, and the rest. And that <laughs> other someone who may have maybe different people. Uh, listening to you here in Hong Kong, I just wanted to say I really enjoy your work. It's not work, but thanks. I am still still a fairly new listener, and for some reason, whenever you say you are going to talk about drama on your podcast, I tend to think about theatrical productions. <laughs> I did a lot of theater in my youth. But then it becomes clear that you are talking about the social frustration kind of drama. Just wondering if you have any stories about theatrical, school, or church drama. Keep up the good work. P.S. I would love to donate, uh, but I want to know if you have a PayPal set up. Did not see a PayPal link, but wanted to check before I sent it another method. Yeah, we do have PayPal. You just go to NLCast.com and click on Sponsor Show, and PayPal's right there ready to help you out. Uh, you can send such things to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Any amount. Any amount's great, especially from Hong Kong. So, yeah, Hong Kong listener, apparently not, not familiar with the uh, vernacular of the phrase drama. But uh, that's a good idea for a theme show, you know, drama-related drama. I'm sure mm-hmm. I've got some stories because I, I was in I was in the theater, um, not at the same level that, you know, Troy Bolton was in high school two And I mean, sorry, one and three. But, yeah, I did a little bit of acting. So, um, yeah. I, what one in three? I, yeah, I he wasn't watched, he yes. wasn't in a drama in two. The second one 
as dumb as the third one was, the second one was even dumber. I was going to say, what was the point then? If, if <laughs> There was none. There was absolutely oh, none. We could do a whole show just on High School Musical 2. Uh, Charlie writes, on show 100, you were telling the story about the boy who got a rash. Well, that reminded me of when I was a wee lad and my aunt had taken me shopping. Hours passed and I needed to go to the restroom. My aunt walked me to the back and opened the door for me. Well, just as I walked in, she reminded me not to let it, and it is in uh, air quotes because we're talking about little puppies. Um, (laughs) She reminded me not to let it touch the toilet seat or else I would catch a sickness that she called pee fall off. I don't know why you said it in that accent, but okay. (laughs) I try to make it sound like a real disease. Pee pee fall off. (laughs) Thanks to her, I've had a healthy fear of public restrooms all my life. Keep up the good work. Hope you guys stick around for another 100 shows. Well, hopefully you grew a little taller and, you know, unlike Trevor, and you don't have to stand on your tippy toes for that to happen. They have they have shorter ones for people like me. So <laughs> Do like, they? <laughs> so, so it doesn't touch the toilet. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What time is it? Okay, we got a few minutes. I have a story about my dad. One day he was at the self-checkout line at Shaw's, a local grocery store. When choosing the language, he decided to hit the button that said Spanish. My dad thinks that he could speak foreign languages. <laughs> so he has what he calls sp- the Spanish Immersion Program. It's going to take him a while to learn it in Spanish if the only lessons he's getting is from the self-checkout at Shaw's, okay? <laughs> anyway, he's ringing up his items when he's asked for the quantity of that item. He says this is in Spanish, and it and he's not able to read Spanish like he thinks he can, and he thinks it wants the call number, which is the number on the bottom of uh, the UPC code. Uh, yes. And when he did this, the machine stopped working because it wanted the price. <laughs> or No, <laughs> it, it, they thought that this was the amount of the items that he was buying. So he was getting pomegranates. See, this is for the middle schoolers. Uh, he was buying pomegranates, and they wanted to know how many. And say the pomegranates were three dollars a piece. I don't know what pomegranates are. I just like the name. But say they're three bucks. He put in that he was buying seventy billion of them. Okay, so yeah, the machine quit working, and uh, they had to have a manager come and fix it. All the while, uh, the manager was giving him helpful hints about what Spanish word meant what. Hope you thought. This was even remotely funny. Love your show, Sam G. So, Samwise Ganji. Very cool. Uh, I didn't know he listened. I was going to say, actually, the um, up here at our ATMs, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. Up here at our ATMs. That ain't what you said first time. Say it Canadian. Up here at her. That's what (sighs) you said. Say it. Up up here at our ATMs in Canada. In Canada. What what did I say? You said apertor. Apertor? Yeah, and that was so cool. Uh, up up here at our uh, ATMs there, we've uh, being in Canada, we have you know the two options English or French ah. on ours, and I speak a you know I I speak. Was it just swear some... swear at you the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I speak some French. Is that where I've you get your potty to... mouth? always been tempted to hit the French one, but always been afraid to because, you know, it's like, what if I, what if it comes up with something and I hit the wrong button? Well, yeah, this guy in a beret comes up. Exactly. Yeah, this guy in a beret comes up. Thank you for your money. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you my entire life. Oh, 
Oh, I I almost swore for real because I was. There's a couple. I, I know a couple of swear words in 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 French that I just will throw out. You know, it's like oh, when I'm doing the French accent, oh, oh this and then this and this, and it's no. like so I wouldn't have actually sworn that anybody oh. might have known. I'm sorry, home, I'm sorry, homeschoolers. Your mom's not gonna let you listen anymore. Uh, let's do one more. <laughs> hey, James and Trevor, I played basketball this spring with a homeschool team. See, told you. There are two teams. Homeschool team. It's it's you. What is your brother and sister? (laughs) Yeah, Casey at the bat. You know he had all those those daughters. Oh no, that was the second one. Uh, There are two teams: the girls' team and the boys' team. My dad has been coaching the girls' team for three years now and has gotten to know the girls pretty well. Uh, No jokes. Uh, So this year we had a tournament on Valentine's Day. So Dad bought roses for the girls. That's really nice. Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. sweet, and it was all quiet, and the girls were taking their roses from the coach, and just as he's handing a rose to one of the girls, the girl pukes right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened is she had laughed while drinking water and choked at that moment and then threw up. Later in the year, when we were doing ceremonies and awards, Dad warned all the future suitors of the girl. See, only homeschool people say suitors. Because <laughs> they have arranged marriages. See, that's the thing. Uh, da- Dad warned all the future suitors of that girl how she reacted from getting flowers from boys. And he says, that girl will never live it down. Hope you guys enjoyed this and that your wives don't do stuff like this. Comedy rotten. Yeah, my my wife doesn't get flowers, by God. She's lucky to even live here, comedy rotten. Oh, so, yeah. Dude. You, you throw up on my flower, I, by God, I'll knock you out. Jen doesn't listen to the show, does she? Not right. not this one. <laughs> <laughs> she will never hear episode one oh one. Baby girl, episode one oh one. That's the one Trevor swore, sweetie. You're too you're too perfect and pretty to be hearing that kind of filth from that that Canuck. Is that what uh, they say? Is that what they call Canadians? Or did did I just offend an Inuit tribe? <laughs> no, that is a term that by which we are called. Is yes. it a, is it derogatory? Is it like the N word? No, as okay. a matter of fact, actually, the, I shouldn't the, have said uh, it. I just the NHL hockey team out of uh, Vancouver is actually called the Vancouver Canucks. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. So. Okay, all right. I think I'm still guilty of a sin somewhere in there, but at least not to you. All <laughs> right, guys. Uh, I think that's our show. Oh, sh- 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 here, listen, <laughs> listen to this. Uh, hey, James and Trevor. This is Mike or Kick of Mercy from the forums. I was just calling in because uh, it seems you guys haven't really done a, uh, a theme show in a while, or at least since uh, since the last one, the yeah. whatever your last one was. Yeah, and so that one, I was just calling that memorable one. Just thinking, um, it would be pretty funny if you guys did yeah. a lamest story theme. You know, like just take all the stories that you guys don't think are worthy of the show, or whatever, and just put it all in one hilariously not funny podcast because. Even <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, okay, he goes on. Okay, so yeah, we want to make a show, a theme show of all the stories that everybody that hates. Funny. <laughs> That's awesome. He goes on to say, though, that and I appreciate that you believe, Kick of Mercy, that we're this awesome. He, he goes on to say that he hopes, uh, that even though the stories wouldn't be funny, that we could make them funny. And I don't have that ability. I'm sorry. And and I think we get a lot of people, though. I, I get a lot of emails that are like that. They they write out the basics, and they must think that we magically turn them into great stories. 
Um, there's a there's a saying out there, folks: no tears in the writer, no tears in the reader. And you could easily say, if you're not laughing when you write it, we're not gonna laugh when we read it. Okay, so take the time, peoples. Most of you do great, and those are the ones that make it on the show. But those of you that can't spell or don't spell, there's people that don't spell, don't pronunciate, don't put pronunciate, don't uh, separate <laughs> their paragraphs and capitalize and use periods and sentences and exclamation points and ampersands, people, at least one ampersand. Um, you're, I can't deal with that, and we don't keep bad stories. We delete them. So we don't no, have we, that. No, we don't. We put them into middle school trauma. That's true. That's true, but then I delete them. But yeah, um, no, I don't. I appreciate it, Kick of Mercy. I appreciate your involvement on the forums and all. I guess, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Hi, James. This is a real McCoy. Oh, and Trevor. Um, <laughs> just calling to wish you guys 100 episodes and thank you, James, for letting me uh, submit stories and be on the show once. Um, and thanks for letting me listen because the show is awesome and now I have stuff to listen to while I do math, and it's just really hilarious. Um, so, yeah, happy 100 episodes. And I have one question, though. Why did you record the 100th episode on a Monday night instead of Tuesday? Because I wasn't able to get this voicemail in uh, until it was too late. I think you just answered your own question. That was you it did? right there. Yeah. Because we we were just trying to trying to jack mess him up, up. Our loyal our loyal listener. <laughs> yeah, like one of our most loyalist listeners. Well, you know, know, hey, take that. Blah. It, it's it's kind of sad, real McCoy, because you know you just have. It's ironic you thanked us for letting us letting you listen to the shows, and you're banned as yeah, of yeah. today. You can't listen no more. Sorry. Sorry. So hit stop. <laughs> All right. Now that he's gone, oh, I've always hated that kid. I swear. He's got such an annoying voice. Oh, and his hair? Have you seen his hair? I don't know. I don't even. I've never and, seen and his stories? They're just, they're just so funny. He's totally. Oh, bugs me. Oh, <laughs> hate laughing. Hate laughing. Uh, speaking of funny looking people, listen to this one. Hey, James and Trevor and the Nobody's Listening audience. This is Alana. I work with your mama. We're all baby on the forums, and I have an awesome story for you guys, real quick. So I spent this last week in Mobile, Alabama on a service trip for my spring break. And we stayed at this church, um, and for some reason, this church, the bathrooms, uh, the boys' bathroom had more showers than the girls' bathroom, and so on a trip of about 50 people, we decided that it was necessary to switch the bathroom so the girls could have more showers to get ready. Makes sense. Okay. So we made huge signs that said, girls' bathroom and boys' bathroom, so there weren't, wasn't any confusion, nobody walked in on anybody, anything like that. Okay. So Sunday morning... The time had not come to switch the bathrooms back to their original states. So the girls were using the boys' bathroom, and the boys were using the girls' bathroom. So my friend Katrina and I were getting ready um, in the boys' bathroom, and she leaves. I'm confused. No. And then a couple <laughs> minutes later, this old man walks in, and he turns to me, and he's like, Hi, how are you doing? How and you I'm doing? like, Good, how are you? And he's like, Fine. And then he... Turns around and proceeds to use the urinal with me standing right there in front of him. <laughs> awesome. Okay. We walked outside. The sign is clearly still says girls on the door. Okay. So I walk up to a bunch of friends of mine. And I'm like, yeah, this old man just decided to use the bathroom with me standing right there. And Katrina was like, yeah, I ran into him when I left the bathroom. And he asked me what the sign was about, like why it said girls on this bathroom. And she explained it to him. <laughs> well. Apparently he didn't care. 
And he just went in and used the bathroom with me standing there. Most awkward situation of my life. But it was a great way to start off my spring break. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You know you know why I did this? It was like, you know, these these kids and their their gender questioning and their their sexual preferences. I ain't going in there with those girly boys. I just, you know, what's with all that? What's with that sign that says girls? What does that mean? Like, well, what do you, what do you think it means? And then he then he showed them all, and then he took down his arm, and he had all these scars on his arm, and he had this blade. See these? You know? I, th- I think it was guy. urinal. I think it was the urinal thing. He knew if he went in the mm-hmm. girls' bathroom. He probably there was a be. member of the church, and it just felt wrong. And he was probably very surprised. And <laughs> and uh, I would just like to uh, to add, Alana, um, well, two things. A you don't sound like you. I was oh, saying to James, okay. explain this voicemail beforehand, and it's like, and he started playing. It's like he said, "Yeah, that's Alana." It's like that's Alana. It's like because I've 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 heard your voice before. That's not you. You're just pretending. It it's sounded like pretending. Alana to me. I know. Well, her. Maybe I don't have sounds. that much experience. And and I was you gonna say any, too. You don't know any black people. That's why. <sighs> Dude, I went to high school. It was like pretty much fifty. My things, best so. friend was African American. <laughs> And I was going to say, and second of all, that was not the most embarrassing experience of your life. Because as much as I know you, because I can't recognize your voice and I've never met you. So with my deep understanding of, of who you are, I would say that the um, the story that you told uh, when you guest hosted this show was had to have been more embarrassing than that. If you remember, that was the story about the, the guy who read the poem. And it was, that had to be worse. That had to have been worse. Because that, uh, was, that you couldn't run from. <laughs> it was terrible. It was so terrible. Oh, my God. Because he came to me before. We're running so low. But he came to me. He's like, dude, I'm going to read this poem. And I knew she was dating this other dude. And I tried to talk him out of it, but he was so determined to win her affections. He was waiting for that movie moment where she just dropped the guy's hand, would stand up and walk up to him and they would embrace. Oh, but it was just so the and, opposite of that. And then everybody would start that slow clap in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What is the, the Hannah Montana song? It's like fade to black and play a happy song. That's if we were a movie, you'd be the right guy. I'd be the best friend that you'd fall in love with in the end. Yeah, we'd be laughing, watching the sunset, fade to black, show the names, play a happy song. I just lost all my geek cred, so. Yeah, dude, that's... Uh, I that's mean, one of my favorite songs. I can't help it. Oh, no, no. Don't make it worse. Like, <laughs> go in a different direction. Uh, uh, Jenna's really not only four. She's like, uh, what, 12? And, and you, yeah. you know that because of her. And... Nope. I have the CD. Sorry. Oh, oh you're not helping. <laughs> I'm trying to help you back out of this. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's GNO. All right. Let's get out of here before I die and kill myself laughing. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show, people. Thank you so much to our sponsors, Rob Gobers, for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record and putting up with our punky selves. Uh, thanks for, uh, to my co-hosts for swearing. Thanks to our contributors and everyone else who listens. Uh, God bless you all, and good night. Because um, you know what? When it comes to telling stories, tell them like nobody is listening. That was good. See, now that one was good. <laughs> that was good. I like that. That almost made you want to cry right there. A little tear. Oh, oh, I'm inspired by God. That's like, a, that's like a tagline, man. I like it. 
The NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, web comics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 